Welcome to the Money Answer Show with host Jordan Goodman. Whether you are starting out, deep into your retirement, or somewhere in between, the Money Answer Show has the know-how to help you. Now here's your host, Jordan Goodman. Welcome to the Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. My guest this hour is Lior Gans. He's the founder of the Wealth Research Group, and his website is wealthresearchgroup.com. Welcome to the show, Lior. Hey, glad to be here. Um, just to, to clarify, the, the company is Wealth Research Group. Very good, Wealth Research Group. So let's just start with a little bit of your background and kind of what you bring to the party here in, in Wealth Research Group. Sure. Um, well, investing started early for me. I, I began to manage my own mutual funds portfolio at the age of 16. Um, had to really convince my parents to to allow um, you know to allow my the freedom that I uh, that I wanted to manage my own funds. And uh, the banker was quite uh, teased that a 16 year old sits uh, at the other side of the table from him. And it started from there. I, I got really passionate about uh, investing, and throughout, you know, from 16 until 21, I just read and read and read uh, many uh, investment books with as, with an emphasis on on uh, Benjamin Graham. If if you're familiar, um, he yeah. So uh, I I really got hooked on value investing and that's how I, I started running my own portfolio and that was about 2001 when I started to really invest and that was a luckily a very good time to invest it was right after a huge uh, dot-com bubble bursting and and uh, um, that helped a lot because I could buy a lot of things for cheap and um, 2008 came, and after 2008, uh, I was approached by some high net worth individuals to to run their um, their portfolio, to manage them, create this sort of a high end fund. And we were very early into Bitcoin, and that helped that fund a lot. And, and um, in 2015, I just decided that I wanted to reach the the mass audience and not to run money for uh, for high-end clients, we've done so well for them that uh, they had no, you know, no reserves or no animosity, and they said, you know, uh, thank you very much. Obviously, um, we got in really, really early on Bitcoin, so that was our major thing at the fund. Um, and then I started Wealth Research Group at December of 2015. So early 2016, we we got started in Wealth Research Group. The focus is um, create, strengthening the financial fortress of our free um, subscribers. And we do that with a myriad of, of things. Like you mentioned, we have the, the YouTube podcast um, that we feature uh, great guests. We, we had you on and uh, it was a great show about uh, two or three months ago. And uh, we have three interviews per week. We talk about everything from natural resources like gold and silver to the demise of the dollar to the erosion of the middle class in America and, and how to prepare um, uh, the debt cycles, global economy, um, the, the legalization of marijuana. It's, it's a great show. We have separately the newsletter, um, the free newsletter. It goes out every two or three days with our highest conviction ideas. And what Wealth Research Group is most famous for, Jordan, is the fact that we released um, uh, every about every three to four weeks, we release our highest conviction uh, company stock that we're watching, that we've done our due diligence on, uh, mainly in the resource sector. So these are uh, really uh, under the radar type gold and silver companies or um, zinc companies. We've we've done uh, very well in 2016. Most of our, we've done 12 companies and um, the average return was 68%. So that's uh, amazing, obviously. Uh, 2016 was a great year overall, but uh, that's that's the gist of what we do at Wealth Research Group. I hope that that helps. Give people the website that they can find out about your podcast and the newsletter. Sure. Um, so wealthresearchgroup.com is the website, but I I definitely um, what you want to do when you get to the website is you want to go to the top menu 
the second left, the second uh, button from the left is called special reports. That's where you can really download our our you know our top research, and it's it's a PDF file that comes to your email, and you'll you'll really uh, strengthen your financial fortress. It's all about education, etc. If you want to check out the type of companies that we look at, check out the other button that that says wealth stocks, or go to wealthresearchgroup.com forward slash watch list. That's where you can see exactly what we're conducting the diligence on personally right now and the type of stocks that, that I personally um, invest in. And that's um, that's going to be your, your best uh, your best option there, Jordan. Uh, on on, uh, on YouTube, just, just uh, look for Wealth Research Group and, and you'll find it. So what is the technique you use to find the stocks that you have with big conviction? Are you a value player Momentum, what is it that you're using to, to find the companies you're recommending? Well, let's separate this into two because uh, on the website, like I told you, the, the uh, on the top menu, the left button is called Wealth Stocks. And Wealth Stocks are um, my highest uh, priority companies that are uh, Benjamin Graham, Warren Buffett type. These are companies that you want to that you want to own for two, three decades. I don't know if you've um, if you've read the story about uh, um, Ronald, about two years ago, this guy died. He was 93 years old. All he ever had was janitor jobs and you know, just low paying jobs. He was uh, drinking coffee at the local hospital cafeteria his entire life with friends. Nobody knew anything about uh, him being an investor. He died with $8 million net worth he ended up donating five million to the local hospital, and you know he used the strategy that we uh, use with our wealth stocks. He was looking for companies that are able to increase their dividend payments every year for decades, and he just reinvested in that in, in those companies. Jordan, I know it's an amazing story, right? It, it, the yeah. guy was a janitor. Guy was a janitor, um, you know. But when you come to his house. His two closest friends always said he always had these newspapers out and reading all of all about investing, but they never knew. Even the accountant was uh, astonished when you know when she was asked to deal with the will. Um, anyways, uh, great story, and the point of it is that the surest, and this is this is true from 1812 when they started investing in dividend raisers for the first time and, and understanding their potential until today. Um, and I'm talking about the year 1812. So for the past 205 years, there hasn't been a sure way to make money in the stock market than to buy companies that raise their dividends and are able to do that for, for years and years. So we find the cheapest ones using valuations and we find the, the ones that are most compelling with regards to their industry, and that's where we that's where uh, that's what we suggest um, on the on the wealth stock side. Then our you know, our specialty is the junior mining sector. That's a whole different ball game because those companies do not earn money. So you know you you can only pay dividends to to the owners to the shareholders when you have profits. Junior mining companies make zero money. Instead, they burn money. They burn cash. They raise money to do drilling programs. And, you know, if, if they find something great, if they don't find something that uh, they need to raise money again and buy acquire another um, property. So what you want to make sure when you're investing with those types of companies is you want the, the idea is you got to you got to be certain that the people running that company are proven people and they've done it before. Ninety five percent of mining companies end up losing shareholders' money. Those five percent that are able to create value, Jordan, those companies they can go up a thousand, fifteen hundred. I've seen personally experienced one company that went that went up fifty fifty times. So it's it's like it was an insane um, investment, and just to make sure that nobody does, you know, nobody uh, um, misunderstands what I'm saying. When I bought it, it went down about fifty percent. 
we bought more and it, then it started you know going up as they made a deposit which ended up being a really uh, huge deposit you can also uh, make money just tell us, what was that company that went up 50 times it was HUD Bay so it, it, it got acquired later and then so you can't obviously the ticker is not there anymore so the, the company um, made a huge deposit, a huge discovery, and they got acquired. That's what happens to junior mining companies. Um, they get acquired, and uh, th that acquisition almost always happens for a large premium because those large companies uh, like Barrick or, or Newmont or BHP or Rio Tinto, they can't uh, create exploration teams. So it's it's sort of like uh, Google buys you know tens or twenty uh, you know small start startups every year because they can't um, create all these mini um, departments that handle these types of things. So overall, it's been an incredible ride. Now, the way you want to approach this is you want to treat it as your play money. This is not where you want to keep the bulk of your portfolio. Most of your portfolio, obviously, you want to keep with cash-producing assets like dividend companies, cash flowing real estate, private lending. Um, you you spoke to me on on uh, on the interview that I um, hosted you about a great strategy in, in the real estate market as well. So cash-producing assets should be the bulk of your portfolio. But we are on the longest S&P 500 bull market, now the second longest of all times. Once it starts correcting down, once it starts tanking and people start selling, then gold and silver stocks usually, historically, go up substantially, and that's a great time to be in the market, Jordan. Very good. We're going to take a break. Uh, this is Jordan Goodman of The Money Answer Show. Uh, my guest this hour is Lee Gans. Uh, he is the head of Wealth Research Group, uh, which you can find out more about at wealthresearchgroup.com. We'll be back after this. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Do you realize that the root of your challenges lie within you? It's time to find out more about coaching and how it can help both you and your business. Coaching for Real with Ronald Graves will help you gain a deeper level of self-awareness to find the answers inside yourself. Our guests are business professionals just like you who agree to a coaching session on our radio program. Tune into Coaching for Real live every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Business. Are you a business innovator or are you just sitting on the sidelines? Tune in every week for Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP. Host Bonnie D. Graham talks to a cross-section of the movers and shakers who are leading by example. They will share best practices and innovative ideas to keep you thinking and moving along with the best. Join us for Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP, Wednesday mornings at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. Welcome back to The Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. My guest this hour is Lior Gans. Uh, he is the founder of Wealth Research Group uh, based in Israel. Uh, his website is wealthresearchgroup.com. Welcome back to the show, Lior. Hey, thanks for having me again. So let's go to some of the specifics you talked about. First of all, in the dividend uh, raisers, the companies that raise their dividends consistently, just give me the names mm -hmm. of two or three of the ones that you're looking at uh, that you are recommending for the long term today. L let, me, let me even give you something better. Um, the, the dividend raisers, most of them are compiled in an index called dividend aristocrats. 
you can uh, Google dividend aristocrats and you'll get to a list of 52 companies that have done um, what dividend aristocrats do, which is to raise dividends for 25 straight years or more. Well, uh, if you want to raise dividends for 25 straight years or more, you've got to grow your earnings for 25 years or more, which is a phenomenal company does that. And just to give you an example, um, let's say you buy you buy Walmart uh, shares at the year the year is 2000. Or let, let me give you a real life example. When I was 18, I loved um, the North Face. You know that brand, clothing yes. brand. Yes. Well, I, I found out that the company who manufactured them is called VF Corp. And uh, and I found out that they manufacture many other brands like Wrangler, uh, Kipling, many, you know, many Tim, Timberland. They they own all these companies. So when I when I was 18, they paid six cents per share uh, dividend uh, quarterly. So that's 24 cents per year. They now pay a dollar 60 per year. So uh, if you bought those shares back then at a 2.6% uh, um, annual yield because of that six cents, you now get about 18.4% yield on your investment back then because they raise dividends. It's the same way if you look at it uh, as if you're buying a house and for a million dollars and the annual, um, the annual rents was 80,000 and now the annual rent is 200,000. You, you did nothing, it's the same house, you purchased it for a million bucks, but the rents have gone up substantially. Now obviously in the real estate world that doesn't happen, but companies, dynamic companies that grow their earnings because they get into more markets, they make acquisitions, etc. that happens in the stock market and that's how Warren Buffett is able to make 50% every year in dividend payments on his original Coca-Cola investments uh, from 1987. Yeah, but, right, so that's good. So there's roughly 50 of these dividend aristocrats, but you, yeah. some of them can be overvalued. They raising their dividends. Oh yeah, you say oh, you're yeah. buying them when they're undervalued. So what would be two or three that you would like that you think are relatively undervalued today in our bargains? I I would take a look specifically, and and this is, and the entire report is on the website. You can download it. But the, the company that I, I think is very, very cheap is called WW Granger. It, it's, uh, it's the leading MRO company in, in the United States uh, for supplies, etc. And they're also big, very big in Japan, um, as the song goes. So, um, you, you know, MRO is anything that regards to, to maintenance, repairs and operations for your car. Great company, amazing leadership. And they've done so well for, for so many shareholders throughout the years. Um, it's one of my highest highest ranked pick, uh, obviously. Uh, and and I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think uh, many people even heard of it. That's the beauty of it. That's why some of these companies are not overvalued because these are not your Disney-type companies. This company is, is, uh, is much smaller. Another one, if you want to take a look at, and uh, I, I think, you know, much more prudent than just the uh, uh, laying out the tickers is to actually go and read the research behind it. But another company, if if because you said like two or three, I would take a I would definitely take a look at a company called Cardinal Health. Cardinal Health is one of the uh, one one of the largest um, distributors of medical supplies in the United States. A phenomenal company, um, based in Illinois. Going back a hundred years, Jordan, this company um, is able to grow at around 10 to 11 percent per year. You know as well as I do, if you're looking for a hedge fund manager that will produce 10 to 11 percent on an annual basis for decades, you need to have a net worth of about 25 million dollars just to get in the door. Um, so these are very high returns because everyone wants to beat the, beat the index, and the S&P 500 has historically returned 7 percent per year. So any percentage over that, and you can obviously open up a fund. Um, okay, good. So, but now let's yeah. shift to the other one, which is the junior mining companies. Um, so what is it that tells you that the company you're picking is the 5% that's going to do well as opposed to the 95% that's going to lose money? What is the kind of secret sauce that you, you find there? Jordan, the, the number one thing you want to look at is the people. 
Um, Wealth Research Group has relationships with about 10 people in the mining sector that um, consistently have made money for shareholders and have built companies in the past. And I think sticking to people that are proven, that are millionaires themselves, that have made other people millionaires, is the number one key. It's it's just like any other startup business, right? Jordan, just think of uh, technology or anything else. Somebody who's proven that he knows how to uh, create a startup and build it into uh, a legitimate company is someone that you trust much more than than uh, a lottery ticket that you don't trust. So somebody do you go and visit these people. Do you meet them in person? These these junior mining executives. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. You 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 meet with them. In fact, I'm, I'm, next month we're going to be in Vancouver for the largest mining conference. It's called the Sprott Conference. Eric Sprott is. Uh, I don't know if he's a billionaire today, but definitely one of the um, one of the ultimate mining uh, people of all times. And his company is uh, um, introducing the uh, the conference. Going to be five packed days, and you know there's uh, networking, etc. Um, you you go on mine tours sometimes, right? You go you actually go to see the deposits, see the assets. You want to you want to take a look, and you're constantly with the comp- with these companies on a back and forth email uh, situation because you really need to know these companies um, perfectly to make. Uh, to make investments in them, very risky companies, Jordan. Very, very risky. It's it, this is it's, your risk capital, yeah. So, what would be yeah. say, say two of the ones that you like today in the junior mining space that you've met the CEOs and you have confidence in? Well, let me let me sp- let me split this uh, in another way, if if you don't mind. Let okay. me give you two. Let me give you two CEOs. And I'll tell you what they are, uh, which companies they are running, and which companies they have a sizable investment in themselves. So if if you research, um, if you research the the best silver companies in the world, you'll find that the purest silver company, the one that produces the highest purity of silver, is called First Majestic Silver. Uh, it's based in Mexico. The guy who founded it is called Keith Newmeyer. Keith Newmeyer is a legend in the mining sector. Google him and you'll see that he's paid off people's mortgages um, and, and co- college tuitions for their children for, for two decades. He started first Quantum, it became a billion dollar company. He started first Majestic, it became a billion dollar company. Uh, now his newest play is a very unique company. Um, and you know what? If you go to wealthresearchgroup.com forward slash gold ultimate you can download the entire report on that on that company i'll just say um that it's a mineral bank it it creates uh, it buys distressed assets and what uh, you know what what they do with them is they either develop them themselves or spin them out for royalties or drill them so they keep all of the exit strategies at place now the way they were able to do that is they bought all these assets during the bear market. So what I love about that company is that you can't recreate or copy what they're doing because you really need to wait for another bear market to do that, to buy companies. They bought companies, they bought entire companies for such a cheap valuation that no one can copy it. And I I really urge your, your listeners to go and read the research about that company. Um, Okay. It's 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 called First Mining Finance, by the way, the 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 name of the company. Um, Keith, not only does he run those two companies and he founded and run them, um, he he's also a big investor in Zinc One and in Silver One. Zinc One is going to have a world class zinc deposit zinc mine, actually a producing mine, in about three years. If you don't know, zinc is the world's third most in demand metal, and um, it's in a huge short, uh, uh, short supply. Since 1990, there hasn't been any major zinc discovery. So you're, you're on a 27-year drought. Um, and, and they found a, a, they bought a world-class asset uh, with high grade uh, in, in South America. And they're going to, uh, they, they have a great CEO. The uh, guy used to do the mining, the, uh, the building of mines 
uh, for Barrick Gold, the largest gold producer in the world. Now he's the CEO of Zinc One. It's a cheap company. We're talking, you know, uh, about 50 million uh, market cap in, in Canadian dollars. And it's just started trading a few months ago, so it's not on anybody's radar yet. Silver One, a great, uh, um, is an aggressive silver uh, company. Um, they just did a mine tour in, uh, in Nevada that, uh, that I couldn't reach, uh, I couldn't get there myself because of other obligations. But the analysts that were there were surprised by the fact that this company could be a producer in one year of silver. And you know as well as I do, silver is, uh, is a very hot commodity right now. Um, silver One is a very cheap company as well. At the moment, they've traded as much as, as uh, double what they are trading for today. So that's Keith Newmeyer, another guy that I'm very excited about. Th this dude, I call him at four and a half in the morning last time I called him, and he answered the phone all fired up about the, the news release that, uh, that they had like two hours earlier um, that they released. The guy's name is Amir Adnani. Um, if, if, if you, I don't know if you know him or not, but he's... I'd actually he like has, to, we have to go to a break first, Leah, at Leor, and then we're going to come back after and hear the story, okay? So we're no going to go problem. to a break right now. Uh, this is Jordan Goodman of The Money Answer Show. My guest this hour is Lior Gans. He's the founder at Wealth Research Group. You can find out more about all the things we're talking about at wealthresearchgroup.com. We'll be back after this. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. Higher education faces lots of changes. If you are a student, educator, or in the workforce, you'll want to tune into Big Beacon Radio, transforming higher education. Your host, Dave Goldberg, and his guests will explore the innovations that higher education adopts as it reinvents itself. The world of higher education is constantly changing. Stay on top and stay ahead of the rest. Big Beacon Radio, transforming higher education. Listen Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. Welcome back to The Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. My guest this hour is Lior Gans. He's the founder of Wealth Research Group based in Israel. Uh, the website for him is wealthresearchgroup.com. Welcome back to the show, Lior. Hey, thanks for having me. By the way, I, I am Israeli um, in, in origin. I don't live in Israel anymore, and, and uh, uh, the company is actually based in the U.S., but uh, um, definitely an Israeli connection there. Okay, very good. So we were talking about junior mining companies, and you were saying that Amir Adnani is somebody you're, you're following. Uh, what does he do, and what company is involved with him? Well, Amir... Amir is a, is a truly a phenomenon in, in the resource sector. Um, the guy is relentless. I'm not kidding you. The, it, he doesn't sleep at the same place for over two weeks. He's constantly moving, constantly uh, you know, talking to, to investors. And I, I think that's why the biggest, in, including the richest man in China, Li Keqing, these are people that, that are investors in his companies. You know, you got the top people in the world, Blackstone, 
you know, the largest equity fund in the world, private equity. Uh, these companies um, and these institutions and people are invested in his two companies. Uh, um, uh, Amir runs uh, one company that is a uranium producer. And, you know, obviously since the, the Trump elections, I know uh, that you know as well as I do, the, the uranium companies have gone on a tear. Um, yes. The, the uranium price, the spot price is over 40%, is up over 40% since elections. And that's because Trump is, is more pro-uranium and, and nuclear energy because he's done the research and he knows it's, it's one of the cheapest and safest um, energy sources for the future. And it's very energy compact. What you can get in one barrel of uh, uranium, you can get from about uh, 200,000 barrels of oil. So we're talking something that is insane. That's why, obviously, Warren Buffett and Bill Gates are, are big um, investors in the uranium sector. Um, anyways. Uranium. Uh, oh, yeah. So on wealthresearchgroup.com forward slash Trump energy. Um, and the reason I give... Uh, these out is because I, I really want people to do the research themselves. So you can yeah. download the research there. Um, anyways, the name of the company is Uranium Energy Corp. Uh, it's trading on, on the New York Stock Exchange. What I love about that company, and, and you're going to love this as well, there's two types, and, and anyone who doesn't know uranium will not know this, but there's two types of mining for uranium. There's conventional mining and there's ISR mining. It, you're not going to believe this. The, the conventional mining uh, the cost to, to produce a pound of, of uh, uranium is about $75. ISR mining, the cost is about 45 Can you imagine a, 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 you know, having a commodity that has two distinct prices? Think of, uranium, think of oil. Think that oil would have cost you know, $80 per barrel for, for one type of oil uh, um, mining and half of that for another. Well, that happens, right, with the shale oil, which is much cheaper. And yes. that happens as well with, with uranium. So what Amir has, the company owns, is two of the, the best ISR mining uh, deposits that are uh, ready in the U.S. And why do I say ready? These, these types of mines, you can open them and shut them like you open and shut a hose. It takes a few days to open a mine. Uh, you got to see this. One of them is in Texas. Uh, it's called the Hobson, and they just acquired the only other one in the U.S. They just acquired it like three weeks ago, um, and it's in Wyoming. So you got the two best uh, uranium districts in America, and he's got two of the, uh, I don't know what else to call them, but trophy assets. I guess that's why the Russell 3000, the, the index that tracks, uh, you know, Three three thousand of the most um, uh, of the safest uh, market. Well, you, you need to have to have a sort of market cap to be in there. There's all kinds of um, criteria, but um, pension funds hold these types of uh, indexes, like uh, like the Russell three thousand. And and come J uh, June twelfth, they're probably going to announce that they're including Uranium Energy Corp there. So you got. Uh, a much safer company. This is not an exploration type company. What you're getting there is a company that, that uh, has two trophy assets in the uranium sector in the U.S. Once the uranium price goes higher, that company is going gonna, is gonna to explode. It already traded for $9 per share at the last uh, uranium cycle when they only had one asset in Texas. Now they have two assets. The company trades right now for $1.38. So go figure, right? It's an right, amazing he opportunity. He has another one. Uh, Amir Adnani has another gold company, is it? Yes. Amir, Amir Adnani um, founded a company that formerly was uh, called Brazil Resources. Now it's called Gold Mining. The actual ticker is G-O-L-D in Canada. Um, now, here, you know, let me, let me walk you through this and, and tell me if, if I'm wrong, right? If, if you have a commodity an asset in the ground and you're a miner and you go every day and you mine your asset and you sell it to somebody else. Tomorrow you'll have less of that asset. So mining is a very um, primitive business. Mining something out of the ground, which is your company's biggest asset and selling it 
is 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 not a is not a smart business model. That's why mining is very cyclical. You can make profits on it when when commodity prices rise, but when commodity prices tank, your entire asset base is which is depleted is worth much less. That's why they swing so violently. So what Amir did was he uh, created a company that is an optionality play. What do I mean by an optionality play? He buys assets all throughout the, the, the most friendly jurisdictions at, for, for, you know, at the most de- depressed situations. So he looks for a depressed market, then buys the asset. Now, what they do then is they sit on that asset. They spend zero money. They burn zero shareholder cash trying to um, explore and further develop the asset. Why? Because they're buying uh, assets that are already 43-101 proven. So you already know there's gold in the ground. You already know it's there. What you're waiting for is for the price of the commodity to go up. Therefore, larger companies would want to buy these assets and then you sell them. Uh, or or partner up with them, what's called a joint venture. Just to give you an idea, during the last bull market, the 2011, companies paid a hundred times um, value for these companies. So uh, the the valuations for companies like uh, Gold Mining Inc. can be much much larger if Gold Mania uh, comes again. I don't know if you if you believe that as as much as I do, but I think the dollar is. Um, it's it's just going to be a very bad investment to so hold the U.S. dollar. Gold goes up, is what you're saying. Um, well, historically, yes. Uh, when a, when a currency uh, erodes by inflation, then um, gold and silver, but mostly gold, are um, are seen as true money, as yep. the ultimate safe haven, and therefore gold companies as a leverage for the gold price are much more in demand. And I, I, I also want to point out that if you want a full research on this company, it's at wealthresearchgroup.com forward slash gold insiders. Um, and, and that's where you can download that. I know I, I spot out a lot of uh, name of uh, names of website, but I just want to make sure that Don't people understand. Good idea. Yes. I, I want to go to another topic here, which is cryptocurrencies. You said you made a lot of money in Bitcoin a while ago. Lately, it's been soaring. What is your outlook for Bitcoin and how can people invest in it to profit in it? Sure. Well, I, I'd say three things, Jordan. Um, one, there's over 700 cryptocurrencies right now. So this is not the early days of, of uh, Bitcoin where you can get it for three dollars seven dollars ten dollars um you know people used to give them away <laughs> it, it was so it, it was just a fun idea between friends I, I remember one friend who actually um bless his heart he was the guy who told me about this um when it was only trading for uh, about seven dollars it, it was amazing it, it it was january of 2013 um but anyways uh this was such a uh, on the fringe, but now banks are coming in. You know, uh, Wall Street has taken notice. I think the next step here for cryptocurrencies, especially for uh, something like Bitcoin, is I think the U.S. government might intervene. I think they'll start taxing. You know, these large obscene profits that people have made. Um, you'll have to declare it. Uh, you know, it, it's just becoming more and more mainstream, right, uh, Jordan? It's not like a secret anymore. So. Uh, in my opinion, Bitcoin is like the reserve cryptocurrency, like the dollar. When you liquidate something else, you you liquidate and buy Bitcoin with it, and then you turn it in for dollars. It's much easier to do it that way. Um, What what is a way for the average person uh, to buy? Because Bitcoin has gone up in value a lot. What is the best way for the average person to invest in Bitcoin? Well, uh, you know, right now, Bitcoin trades for over $2,000. Uh, dollars. So what you want to do is with these cryptocurrencies, there's there's even $500 swing days where you can see that thing crash towards uh, uh, 1500 This is really lottery money. So you really don't want to, uh, I, I know the, the, the profit potential is amazing, but 
here's the way you, th- you should think of cryptocurrencies. If they become legitimate, if your if your mother Jordan um, can you know can use her cell phone and buy something with cryptocurrencies, that will be the time. Well, these cryptocurrencies will be worth much more than two thousand dollars per per coin. But if they don't, they can go to zero. If they're not applied mainstream, their value as basically as uh, what they offer is privacy and they're finite. But, you know, if you and I can open up another cryptocurrency today and every person on the planet can open up a new cryptocurrency, then, you know, they're not that finite, right? It's not like, uh, um, it's not like yeah. gold or so. You create new supply. Okay, we're going to have yeah. to take break. We're going to take another break. This is Jordan Goodman of The Money Answer Show. My guest this hour is Lior Gantz. He's the founder at the Wealth Research Group. Uh, you can find out more about him at wealthresearchgroup.com. We'll be back after this. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. There are two types of leaders in business. Those who are nice, compassionate people. And frankly, they are the people who fail to get a lot done. Then there are those who can get everything done and so much more. But they are greedy, unethical, and self-centered. The Compassionate Samurai Business Hour with Kathy Fairbanks finds a way to use the best of both types of leaders to help you create a dynamic roadmap to success. Tune in every Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Business. Are you a business leader or executive that wants to achieve more? Not just in it for profit, but to do work you find meaningful that adds more value to more people in more ways. Listen for the Business Elevation Show with host Chris Cooper. You'll hear from successful achievers from around the world with the passion and experience to offer invaluable guidance. The Business Elevation Show can be heard live on Fridays at 8 a.m. U.S. Pacific Time, usually 4 p.m. U.K., on the Voice America Business Channel. Be more. Achieve more. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. Welcome back to The Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. My guest this hour is Lior Gens. He is the founder at Wealth Research Group, which you can find out more at wealthresearchgroup.com. Welcome back to the show, Lior. Glad to be here, man. Okay. So there's a particular kind of life insurance policy, kind of unique, that gives you very good protection and potential gains. Tell me how that works. Um, okay. So there's something called a whole life insurance policy. Have you heard of it? Traditional policy, yes. Mm-hmm. No, it's a whole life uh, insurance policy. It's not the traditional one. That's, that's, the, 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 that's, the, uh, that's the thing. It's not, it's not traditional at all. What, what is different about the one you are talking about compared to the traditional policy? Well, in the traditional policy, you pay, you pay premiums. And if they're exercised, meaning that if, if you died for any, any reason that is covered by the policy, then your beneficiaries, they get the, um, you know, they get the policy coverage. But if they don't, then you pay premiums uh, your entire life uh, without uh, having any anything to show for it, right? That's the usual way that uh, insurance works, the whole life insurance works. You pay so that people, that the, the, the company insures you um, in case something happens. But if nothing ever happens, then all of these payments that you've made throughout your life, they simply go away. Whole life insurance is absolutely 180 degrees in reverse. So you you pay your you pay premiums. You have to pay up front as well. So that's one of the big differences. You have to you have to create this kind of cash value in your account, um, and, and it's very complex. I won't go into it uh, with all the complexities, 
what the beauty about it is two things. One, you get your entire money back, no matter what happens. If you if you were uh, to die from uh, from one of the reasons that stays in the policies or not, you get your principal back. And uh, the reason is that uh, the insurer uses your money throughout your life to make his own um, investments, obviously. Um, and then the beauty, the, the other beauty is you can um, you can take a, a, a loan out on the money that you've that you put into the policy with interest. So not only are you covered, but you can use that money. It's liquid to you. That's the two things that I love most about whole life insurance. I don't know um, if your audience is just U.S. based or not. No, all, the whole of the life- all of the world, yeah. And you can okay, get this so- all over the world? This, this- no, no, that's my next uh, you know, that's my next thing to tell you. It's only for U.S. citizens, which is uh, insane, I know. But uh, that's why uh, myself, even personally, which I'm, I'm not a U.S. citizen, I don't have a whole life insurance policy on myself. I had to use um, a friend to originate the policies for for me and my family. You can create- You're saying it's a single premium, there's a big amount up front, and then you don't have to pay premiums going forward. Is that what you're saying? No, it's it's a whole breakdown and you do have to pay premiums, but those premiums are um, allocated towards your, your principal. So you basically are, are never paying a premium, which you will not get back. And so what, what kind of return are you earning on the cash value? And at what rate can you borrow against that cash value? Um, well, it's, it's, it depends, obviously, between uh, companies. But you usually get to uh, uh, take out the loan at about a 4% um, uh, rate, so a 4% interest rate. And I can't remember the exact details about um, the the actual rate of return on them. The idea is that you can you can take those you can take the money out, which is important to you because you're covered, and you get to use that money obviously on interest. But the money is dual; it's dual compounding for you. Once inside of the uh, of the policy, and once if you're able to create a return that's larger than a 4% or whatever it is. Um, if you want to... The major companies, just one or two of the major companies offering this specific kind of insurance. Sure. I can I can tell you the the person that uh, that I use personally, um, if you'll give me a second. I don't need the person. I'm not, what company is it that he's dealing with? Yeah, it's called Paradigm Life. So... Okay. Paradigm, obviously, you know, it's a P-A-R-A-D-I-G-M, life. Um, and they're, if, if I'm not mistaken, uh, they're based in Utah. That's uh-huh. where my policies are, uh, you know, personally. But there's there's a, a bunch of them out there on the market. It's, it's, okay. it's going on. Very good. We have a short amount of time. I want to get to one more topic, which is uh, the end of retail. You're saying that online retailing is really going to change the world. How is that going to happen, and how do you invest on that? Well, first of all, it's already happening. Um, you, we there's already a name for it in the industry. We call it Amazoning, where yes. a, com- a company is is basically getting uh, beaten down by Bezos and the crew and, the, and their amazing, amazing um, ingenuity and and, and uh, imagination. Um, one of the ways to profit from it is to get involved in, in online retail. The other way to, to get involved with it is to short the traditional retailers. Uh, there's, you know, there, there's been a great amount of money to be made by shorting JCPenney and Sears and many of the other Barnes & Noble. Uh, there's, there's many, Jordan, there's many obsolete business models that are going to be wiped out in, if they don't adapt in the next decade or so. And so finding those obsolete businesses and shorting them, even as a hedge to your net long position in other companies, is a great way to do it. Another uh, great way to do it. Like in addition to Amazon on the, on the long side to play online retailing? Uh, first of all, I'm, I, I'm not long Amazon. I think the company is uh, 
it, it's too hard to evaluate if they're overvalued or undervalued right now. Okay. Um, my personal opinion. Um, but, you know, online retailers, and, and obviously uh, Walmart is doing the best they can to get into it, um, is one is one company. I, I think Walmart is overvalued at, at these points, but I would love to see them trading again for the low 60s to, for me to get in there again, you know, specifically. But uh, there's, there's an endless amount of online retailers, and I think the important thing is to find out you know, which companies are growing. This is a hyper growth environment. And another another um, type of company that, that does well from this is uh, what we call uh, an expediter, a company that deals with logistics of importing and exporting. So when you find that? Um, a freight forwarder, you mean? What would be an example of a freight oh. forwarder? Oh, okay. Well, uh, a, a, you know, a company that I invested in uh, uh, three years ago, and I don't recommend um, anyone buying right now because I think uh, it's 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 an expensive stock right now. It's called Expeditors of Washington. Uh, I think it's the best well Expeditors International of Washington (EXPD). But anyways, uh, I think the, that is the best well-run company in the industry. They don't fire employees as a policy if the employee has not done something insane. They want the same representative to work with, uh, you know, with the client for years and years and years. Uh, right. And, and I, I, I love that about them. Um, right. But, but fortunately, Leo, we have to, we have to end. Unfortunately, we've got a lot of really great ideas out here. Uh, my guest uh, this month, this hour has been Leo Gans. He's the founder at Wealth Research Group. You can find our amount of or all the ideas we've talked about, research them at wealthresearchgroup.com. Thanks so much for being a great guest on The Money Answer Show, Lear. Thanks for having me, man. And we'll be back next week with another edition of The Money Answer Show. Goodbye for now. Thank you for joining Jordan Goodman and The Money Answer Show. If you have a question for Jordan, please visit his website at www.moneyanswers.com. And be sure to tune in every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time right here on Voice America Business. See you next week.